0: Hi, I'm Mark, and thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. Today we're going to be talking about prayer. You know, does God always answer prayer? I got to thinking this week, I wonder, does God always answer prayer? I mean, doesn't it sometimes seem like when you pray, I mean, you never hear anything back. And sometimes when we pray, for example, like the war in the Ukraine, we pray, oh, God, pre- please bring peace to that nation. Please keep the Ukrainians safe, etc." And then we wait and we wonder if our prayers even made any difference at all, because maybe we don't actually see the results of our prayer. And so it makes me wonder if God always answers prayer. And I'm sure you've probably had that same question. Well, as we scour through the scriptures on prayer, as I did this week, there are times when Jesus seems to promise that he'll answer every one of our prayers. Like, for example, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Maybe you've memorized this verse. He said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Or how about John chapter 14, verses 13 and 14? Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. We don't find any conditions mentioned in those scripture for answered prayer, do we? But then you get over into 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, where it says, And this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of Him. Now we see that we're promised that God answers every prayer prayer that's according to His will. So which is it? Does God answer every prayer or just those that are asked according to his will? How do we reconcile these two scriptures? Well, the answer is that in all of these scriptures and others like them that I didn't even read, there are actually conditions implied, though not explicitly stated. Now, we all want our prayers to be answered, right? Do I hear an amen? And when they aren't, Well, what did we do? We start to invent theories as to why they're not answered. (laughs) For example, we'll say things like, well, it was a lack of faith. And then we'll quote a verse like Mark chapter 11, verses 22 and 23. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. And so we say, well, faith is a part of getting an answer to prayer. And it certainly is. But it doesn't imply that every unanswered prayer is due to a lack of faith either. And so sometimes we'll rationalize and we'll say, well, it was a lack of faith. Another reason we give for unanswered prayer is a secret sin. We'll say, well, you must have a secret sin. And we'll quote a verse like James chapter 4, verse 3. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your own passions. And again, every unanswered prayer can't be attributed to a secret sin. Right? Right. Or maybe we'll blame wrong wording of prayers. Have you heard that one? And here's where it gets really ridiculous. Some people believe that if we ask for something ignorantly, Our words activate spiritual laws that may even bring us curses rather than blessings. That's pure rubbish. The Bible says that God knows what we want even before we ask. Matthew chapter 7 verses 6 to 8 says, And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Did you hear that? He knows what you need before you ask Him. You see, it isn't our choice of words that move God, but it's our attitude of faith in Him. God knows the intentions of our heart. So even if we can't express it properly, He knows what we mean. God isn't looking for any technicality to avoid having to answer our prayers. And then still there are others who claim that God does answer every prayer the minute we ask for it, but that doesn't guarantee that we receive the answer. And so they'll cite a verse like Daniel chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. And then he said, said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before your God, your words have been heard, and I have uh, come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I was left there with the kings of Persia. In other words, they'll say, Well, Daniel's prayer was heard on day one, But only after 21 days of fasting and prayer was the angel able to come to him with the answer. And I think what this passage is teaching really is persistence in prayer. But again, not every unanswered prayer is the result of persistence. If God wanted to give us something, well, he'll make sure that it comes to us in due time, just like he did with Daniel. The devil tried to hinder him, but it didn't succeed. God made sure the answer came to Daniel just at the right time. And no doubt God also put it in the heart of Daniel to keep on praying and fasting. Now, I need you to to I need you to hang on to to your hat right now, okay? Are you sitting down? Because I'm going to make a statement that's going to blow you away. Are you ready? God doesn't answer every prayer. Let me say that again. God does not answer every prayer. <laughs> That's right. You heard me right. God does not answer every prayer. 1 John chapter 5 verses 14 and 15 states, "And this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests" That we have asked of him. John said that any request that's asked according to the will of God will be answered. But what about the other scriptures on prayer that say that God will answer all of our prayers? I mean, after all, John was present when Jesus promised that all of our prayers would be answered. And so that means that John must have understood that a condition was implied and that God answers prayer according to his will. Now, the other thing is that Jesus was not addressing people with a 21st century Western mindset or mentality. Uh, He was speaking to those who had forsaken everything to follow him. So, it was highly unlikely that people uh, would make outrageously selfish requests outside of God's will, like we do. In fact, God grants us all we need for life and godliness. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. And God does not satisfy our greediness. James chapter 4, verse 3 says, You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your own passions. But he does give us according to our needs. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You see, God is a good parent. And he knows if something isn't good for us, and so he won't grant it. And so his answer might be no, might be not yet, it might be just trust me. And so when Jesus promised that God will answer all of our prayers, he was talking to people who were so sold out to God's will that they would only pray according to his will. Now when carnal believers started joining the church, John saw the need to explicitly state the previously implied condition, that God only answers prayer according to God's will. Now you might ask, well, how do I know God's will? Here's the answer. Read the Bible. There you're going to find implicit commands. Thou shalt not, thou shalt. You don't even need to pray about that. He just says it. Don't do this, do that. And then you'll find illustrations like the obedience of Abraham and Moses and David. And God also speaks to our conscience. Paul said in Romans chapter 9 verse 1, I'm speaking the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bears me witness in the Holy Spirit. In other words, the spirit speaks to your conscience. And again, in Romans chapter 2 and verse 15, Paul said, uh, they show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them. So the spirit works in these three kinds of ways. So the next time you need to ask God for something, well, check out his word. And see if you can find a command or an illustration. And then be still and listen to the small voice of God in your heart. Making sure that what you hear doesn't contradict the word of God. And that what you want is what God wants. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.